Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are continuing through the book of Acts. We're in the third chapter, and we've looked at the first six verses. Remember what was going on there. Peter and John were going to the temple, and it was the hour of prayer, three in the afternoon. So they, they were still going about uh, uh, Jewish practices, okay? And there was a lame man there, and they saw this lame man. It was a lame man that was brought there by friends or family, and they would lay him there, and he would ask for alms. Well, he looks at Peter and John, and he asked them for alms, began asking them to receive alms. And it said in verse was verse four here that Peter, along with John, fixed his gaze on him and said, "Look at us, look at us." And again, I want to reiterate that fixed his gaze. He looked. Okay, there's times when we will look, and all of a sudden we realize, wait a minute, there's more going on here. I'm actually looking not just within my physical eyes and my physical senses myself. But there's something going on here, and the Lord is cluing me into something. I'm looking into the spiritual realm. I'm seeing some things here. And you can sort of like fix your gaze on him. And he did this. And so the man gave him his attention because they thought he thought he was about to get something, to receive money or something like that. And Peter said, I do not possess silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, walk. Now, that's verse 6. Now, remember what had happened. This man had been lame from his mother's womb. He had never walked before, had no concept of walking, had no coordination, had nothing uh, to fall back on. It's an experiential type of thing. And here Peter is looking at him and says, hey, man, I don't have any money, but do this. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, walk. (coughs) Well, what do you think happened? How do you think it could happen? There's some things here for us to realize, okay? Pay real close attention. Peter proclaimed the name of Jesus over him. And he proclaimed that you should walk. Now, that guy had a decision to make. And the decision was, am I even going to try? Am I going to believe this? Are these guys crazy? You know, what's going on here? I just wanted some silver or some gold just to get by for the day. And they're telling me what? But note what happens in verse 7. This is so, so, so important, folks. And seizing him by the right hand, he raised him up, and immediately his feet and his ankles were strengthened. A lot of pronouns there. See what's going on. And seizing him by the right hand, Peter proclaims, in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, walk. He doesn't just proclaim words and stand there and do nothing. He literally reaches down, grabs him by the right hand, and raised him up. He doesn't grab him by both hands. He doesn't grab underneath his arms. He doesn't do anything that you would normally do to help someone who is lame from the womb to move about. He grabbed him by the right hand 
in the same sense that we would grab somebody by the right hand if they had fallen down or if they're sitting in a chair and they're having a hard time to get out of it, whatever it may be. In the same way, grabs him by the right hand and he raised him up. He pulled him up. So not only was there this word of proclamation in the name of Jesus Christ and Nazarene walked, there was an act of proclamation. Peter just didn't sit there and say, okay, I proclaimed it, I proclaimed it, go ahead and get up, come on, come on, get up, come on. He reached down, grabbed him, and helped him. He reached down and grabbed him and put into practice the faith that he had just proclaimed with his tongue. Well, you hear what happened next? And immediately, his feet and his ankles were strengthened. See, there, there was no strength in his feet. There was no strength of functionality within the ankles. We don't know what the, the problem was with his lameness. Okay? But his feet and ankles had not been used his whole life. And y'all know how that is when you, when you don't use, if you're laid up for two or three days, how you are. you know. So this guy believed. Okay? Peter believed. John believed. Peter grabs him by the hand, pulls him up. Immediately, his feet and his ankles were strengthened. Verse 8. With a leap, he stood upright and began to walk. This guy never walked in his life. This guy had never stood upright in his life. Then how did he know how to even do that? That's a little mini miracle in the midst of the major miracle, right? I mean, it really is when you think about it. An amazing thing to be able to leap so here he is lame, can't even move on his own. Peter proclaims this, grabs him by the right hand, pulls him up. Immediately strength comes into his feet and his ankle. The guy cooperates. He leaps. He doesn't just stand up. He leaps up. He jumps up. And he stood upright, which he had never done physically of his own volition. And he began to walk. Well, look where he walked to. <laughs> and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. Now, remember what Peter and John were there for. Yeah, they were there to pray. They were going there by the hour of prayer, and they had this encounter. This guy now is completely, totally healed. He leaps up. He walks. The first thing he does is to hang tight with them and to walk into the temple. And not only is he walking, He's leaping, and he's praising God. Now, he would not have been allowed to go in that temple lame, but he's no longer lame. Watch what happens next, verse 9. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they were taking note of him as being the one who used to sit at the beautiful gate of the temple to beg alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. They see this. They go, they know who he is. They see him walking in. They hear him praising God. They know exactly who this guy is because they've walked past him numerous, numerous, numerous times, all of them in their lives. They knew that he was the beggar that was always at the beautiful gate. But now he's walking, he's praising God, he's leaping, and they are absolutely amazed. Now, I'm going to stop right here, but I'm going to give you a little hint about what happens next. Because the next verse says, while he was clinging to Peter and John, <laughs> he's clinging to them. He's not wanting to let go. 
at all. You know what Peter does next? What a crowd starts gathering. So Peter starts proclaiming the gospel message because of the wonder and the amazement and the awe of someone who had been touched, who had been healed. The people were there. They were wondering what's going on. Peter is going to tell them what's going on. Folks, that is how we should be. We're going to see this all the way through the book of Acts, how we should be living. Remember, the book of Acts is really the acts of the Holy Spirit, not so much the acts of the apostles. And if we can see this, if we can glean this, if we can receive encouragement and see how the Spirit moved then, the Spirit moves the same way now and even more so. If we are willing and if we're desirous, He'll do it, folks. He'll do it. Don't fear. And then seize the moments that the Lord gives us. Okay? Seize those moments. Well, we'll stop right there. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.